sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, we got all the sports, all of them to talk about as we do the penultimate version of the Blitz. It's a Thursday. Let's do it on the Blitz. Diabolical. Is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow. Live from Over Under Sports Bar. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, AJ Hoffman, two more days. Aaron Rabel to Voldemort back at studio. Nick Sharara out here helping us stay on air at Over Under Sports Bar. If you want to get in, well, we don't take phone calls on the road, so none of that. But uh, plenty of other ways to uh, interact with the show. You can uh, go to the Facebook page and send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. At the producer, Nick. You can text the show. You know the number for that. It's the main number. And uh, you can also go on Twitch and comment. That... Uh, we can't. You can't see us. You can see a really bad photo of me, but you can see Aaron. You look good in that photo. No, I look. Oh yeah, fat, hideous, and disgusting. You look good, but uh, damn good. If you like fat, hideous, and disgusting, that's how the photo looks. At least the hat looks cool. Well, uh, let's start with the big news of the day. We've been talking about the Astros making moves. Looks like the rest of the league decided. Well, we better make some moves too. Your Yankees, Fred, make a move for Joey Gallo, yeah, and then promptly get their their balls stomped into the ground by the Rays today. Uh, Joey Gallo, um, I, I don't know if he would have added 14 runs to the total today. I don't know if that was in the cards. But the big card that we were all talking about, the, the big domino to fall, was Max Scherzer, and Max Scherzer falls today. And he falls to the San Diego Padres, the San Diego dads, uh, get Max Scherzer. And I don't know, you know, we've, we've said all along, it, it sounds like Max Scherzer kind of wants to re-sign with the Nationals after this season. So he was looking for a place that gave him a shot to win. And I'll be honest, I think the Padres have as good a shot as anybody. Their, uh, their odds, they jumped up a bit today. Uh, uh, just a little while ago, they were um, the here, well. First, the Yankees were twenty-five to one, and their odds fell to twenty-two to one. The uh, the Padres were eight and a half to one, plus eight fifty. Now they're plus seven hundred with the addition of uh, Scherzer. So, the Dodgers still your favorites at plus four twenty-five. Astros next at six to one. Padres, White Sox, seven to one. Mets, nine to one. The Mets, the Mets. Red Sox, ten to one. Brewers, Giants, twelve. Rays, fourteen. Athletics, twenty-two. Yankees, twenty-two. And then uh, Blue Jays, twenty-eight. Outside those top twelve, it's all fifty to one or longer. So uh, it, it's it, it seems like the, the the contenders are really making pushes here. And then the Yankees are making pushes for some reason. I, I don't know what. I don't think the Yankees were winning anything anyway. Uh, the the A's made a move yesterday yeah. getting uh, Marte, and that's a that's a big deal for them. And basically, they the Marlins are going to pay all his salary, but the A's had to give up a nice pitcher in Lazardo. 
Um, It's good that the Astros made some moves because obviously the good teams around them are going to. So it's good that the Astros have been proactive. I don't know if the Astros are done. If they are, I'm not going to hate on them for it. Like, they they did what I asked them to do. They they signed a couple quality bullpen arms. I mean, you could argue Graveman's the best pitcher on there, or best bullpen guy they've got now. As good as Presley's been, Kendall Graveman's been better this year, which is it's pretty wild to think that. Uh, and then Yimmy Garcia is solid. I mean, he's a guy, if he's pitching in your seventh inning, you're in pretty good shape. So they've built that bridge from the starters to the, uh, to the end of the game. You, we shouldn't have any more Ryan Stanek in high-leverage situations yeah. or Brooks Raley in high-pressure situations. Or Brooks Raley ever. Yeah, so it's, it, to me, the Astros did what they need. I, I'm, I never believed that they had to go out and get an outfielder. They had to get a starting pitcher. They've got starting pitchers. It would be nice if you could add the right starting pitcher. Scherzer would have been great. That, that would have been, to me, that would be a game-changer. I don't know that there's a game-changing starter other than him. I don't think so either. I think uh, Jose Barrios is like a – he's a, a number two type guy. Uh, for the, I mean, he'd, he'd probably be number one guy for the Astros in the playoffs. But the Astros, we, we, said, we said this at the beginning, all of their starting pitchers are twos and threes, So, it, it, which means they don't have fours and fives, which is nice, but they also don't have a one. Right. Um, so they're, they're just going to all have to pull their weight. And, and if, you know, if, they, if most of them pitch the way they have all season, the Astros are going to be in good shape. The bullpen was the biggest glaring need. They fixed it. Or at least they, I don't know if they totally fixed it. But with those two arms and the return of Baez, and presumably he is what he was before, you're in good shape. Yeah, if... If you get by his back, right, and, and and that would be like acquiring another bullpen yep. arm. So, yeah, I, I'm 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 okay if this is all they do. Uh, I do think I love what the Padres did, dude. It, the Padres, assuming they, that got Padres that are big balls, big wallets. Yeah, and good for them, man, because that franchise has been dormant for a long time, and you know they they built up their farm system, and now they're they're basically where the Astros were after 2015. And so now they're going out and getting people. I, I, I love it. So uh, those – and, and I, the Yankees, I guess the Yankees just refused to give up. And Well, they were able to make that move uh, without really going over the cap. And now are they going to keep him long term? I don't know. Yeah. But right now they're, they're still in fine shape. They didn't want to go over the cap. They're not over the cap. So, yeah. And uh, I do think – yeah, you know, to me, there there's not a Verlander deal out there for the Astros, like you know, other than Scherzer, what Scherzer would have been. But from what I understand, he didn't want to be here. Uh, nope, it was West Coast or West Coast or stay. And yeah. you know, good for him. Yeah, I heard Joel and Nick talking about it and saying, "Wouldn't you rather be on the Astros than one of those other teams?" And Max Scherzer's not a. I mean, Max Scherzer just got a ring. Yeah, like he's not ring chasing. I mean, I'm sure he'd like to win another one, but. If he were absolutely desperate, I think that would fall into his thinking a little bit more. But as I, I just mentioned the odds, it's not like the Astros have a way better shot of winning this thing than the Dodgers or the Padres right. or the Giants, for that matter. Exactly. And those are the teams that he likely would have ended up with, Dodgers, Padres, Giants. And, I mean, had he gone to Oakland, I'd be like, wow, oh, really? Yeah. That, that, but 
going to the going to the NL doesn't hurt you necessarily. Um, and it, it's it would have been nice to have him, but it, we all knew it was kind of a long shot all along. Yeah, and I'm not sure again what the Astros would have had to give up. I just don't think they were yeah. they were in that. I don't think they've got the kind of people to do that. Yeah. So and that's uh, so I, I I like what they've done. Yeah, it, it'd have been nice to get another center fielder, but again, what you're talking about there is what are you going to get that's clearly better than the guys who are batting eighth for you? Yeah. And you know I, I don't you know because I, I heard Patrick Creighton talking about Buxton and kind of comparing him to what they already have, and it's like, well, do you really? Are you really improving that much, and do you really need to worry about your number eight guy in the lineup? I think point? the move for the Astros, as far as that goes, is to ride the season out with offensively with what they've got and then take a real look at things in the offseason once it's decided, are you keeping Correa? Maybe, you know, you have, maybe you've got a new shortstop and you spend that Correa money on an outfielder. Like, mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't feel like you've got to find – you don't have to go sign Trevor Story or something like that. You, maybe maybe it's Abraham Toro. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I, I, not Abraham Toro. Maybe it's um, – what's the dude's name that's in uh, AAA right now? Um, Sir, uh, no. Leon? I can't even remember. Leon. Th- thank you, Aaron. Uh, maybe it's him. I, I don't know. Or maybe you move Bregman to shortstop and you get a new third base. There's a yeah. lot of options. Yeah. But you're going – if you don't pay Correa, you're going to have a bunch of money. And if you decide that outfield is the priority, well, spend it on outfield. If you decide, well, if Miles Straw is our eighth hitter, we're all right with that. I, I think I'm all right with that. Yeah, I am too. So, uh, and I think, you know, you may spend some of that money to bring Verlander back. I mean, and I don't know if they're going to spend it. Now, I, I'm always very concerned about. I'm worried about spending any money to bring Verlander back. I and you, know, I love Justin Verlander, but I mean. If even if he wasn't coming off this injury, he's old. Yeah, and he's coming off what the last two seasons where he's been gone. Yeah, that you paid him sixty million dollars for for yeah, basically. If you re-sign him now, you're just trying to like you're trying to make yourself feel good about that money is what you're doing. And now, if if Justin Verlander says, "Hey, I feel bad taking that sixty million for the last couple of years. I'm going to pitch for you guys for cheap." Cool. Typically, you know who hates that. Agents, uh, players' associations, hot supermodel wives hate when you say, "No, I'll take less money." No, so I, I can't. I can't really imagine Justin Verlander going, "Yeah, I'll play for the league, the veterans minimum," because I feel real bad about that sixty mil I got from him. No, oh, I don't. I don't think he'd do that, but I, he might take twenty. Okay, you know, huh? for one year. Uh, uh, for one year, maybe. Okay, yeah, I might. I might do that. But, yeah, I, I, but looking ahead, at least they do have a lot of young arms under contract for a while. And, you know, I think they'll be good. It's just you're not going to be as good if you let Correa walk. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I know he hasn't been on uh, – uh, until the other day, he had been in a pretty bad slump. But the guy is still – you know, he, he's he's a big part of what you have. And, you know, I, I hope they can put something together for him. I, I think it just kind of comes down to – who the competition's going to be, and who, who wants to spend money. And I'm, I'm guessing somebody like the the Angels, because they always spend money, Yeah, would be more I, than happy to give him what he wants. I'll be honest. I, I've, I've kind of given up on, like I did last year with George Springer, I'd rather someone else pay him the kind of money that he's probably going to command. Yeah. 
um, especially because you've got other options. You, you've, I mean, Alex Bregman can be a shortstop, and you, you, can, you can find a third baseman, a, a quality third baseman, a lot cheaper than you can find a high-quality shortstop. So I, I think the Astros should be they're, – they're in a position where they don't have to overspend on him. And I think also you should consider the future of things. If you pay Carlos Correa mega bucks, what's that do when it's time to pay Jordan? What's that do when it's time to pay Ted, Kyle Tucker? Ted Williamson. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, at some point you've got to say, okay, well, we're going to let this guy go get his and we're going to take care of our younger guys. And right now, there's zero question right now, Jordan Alvarez has a, a brighter future to me than Carlos Correa does. Am, am I crazy to think that? Um, it's not crazy, but you're also talking about a guy who's a DH versus a guy who's a very good defensive shortstop who brings a lot more to the table there. But if you've got a very good defensive shortstop that could slide into that role, doesn't that become a little less valuable? A, a little bit, but, you know, I don't know. I think uh, depends on, on if, if Alvarez could keep developing as an outfielder. I don't even care. If he hits the way he hits, I, I don't care you, if he you know, ever plays in the you, field. You know when I care this week? Because there is no DH. Yeah, that's hopefully, hopefully the N, the NL goes to that rule pretty soon too. Like, let's stop doing. Let's stop pretending like we need to have this old school pitchers hit in the NL. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it does matter this week. But boy, I, I I feel like that bat is just so valuable and has just so much potential that I'd rather make sure he's taken care of. Yeah, well, you got you got time, but you're right. Once you. Uh, once you make that contract, it's like, okay, what else do you, what else can you do? All right. Ooh, that slipped out. Yeah, 413. Well done. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Please don't go anywhere. It is a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. The silence, the silence. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Over Under Sports Bar. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. If you're in Webster, get on over here. There's a, a few tables left. And if you're just getting off work, now's the time to get in here. Because... There's a lot going on tonight. NBA draft, which did I hear right, is on our station. It is. That's cool. So you get to hear the Rockets uh, do something stupid and trade the pick. Man, I'm starting to hate technology. My uh, my phone, the alarm thing on my phone's been blowing up from my house. That the garage door keeps opening and closing on its own. So I thought maybe somebody had just waited till I left and figured out a way to open it. No, that's just the the circuit on it's fried. So. About every five minutes, the garage door opens and then it closes on its own. Well, that kind of sucks. I know, I know, but you know, nothing. Hey, I can do man, about it. F- that. <laughs> yeah, but it, technology, man, it's just. Would you rather get out of your car every time and turn the handle on the garage door and lift it yourself? Of course not. No, no, you I love that technology. I like being able to punt, get on my phone and open the door. Must be real nice being a rich with a garage door opener, an automatic garage door opener. Oh, stop. Stop. <sighs> but, yeah, it's just a pain in the ass because, like, man, what if somebody's breaking and stealing my beer again? 
Yeah, that sucks. Because I, I do have beer in the garage. Quit keeping beer in the garage. It's bad for the beer. Yeah, I know. But I, Just saying. I have no You've other. You've got a spare bedroom. Uh, yeah, I do. But I use that sometimes. I mean, do you use the entirety of it? Uh, is but, there not some floor space, or is it just there's some, a... There's some, well, there is some floor space. All right. But, yeah. Maybe I'll Come do. on. I don't know. Do you're, you're, otherwise, you're, gonna, you're, you're like, oh, I saved this beer all these years. You're going to open up, and it's going to taste like McAss. Hmm. You don't want that. Well, I've also got some, like, regular alcohol there, so... Well, spirits, you're not really going to mess up. Right, right. But, so that's fine. Um... 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. And uh, there's all kinds of rumors around your Rockets and, and an Oklahoma City trade, and I had asked uh, Nick and Joel what they thought of that. They weren't a big fan of it. I'm not really a big fan of it. I don't like it either. I, I'll say this about where the, where the Rockets are right now. And if somehow – let, let's just say the, the Rockets do decide to, uh, to make a move and they end up with, I mean, I guess, I mean, the truth is, though, you're, you're talking about the sixth pick. That's where you're dropping to. Yeah. It's I'm, just too far. There, there's, there's four, like, guys in this draft that people have said these can be franchise changers and you're, you're willing to go to six it just doesn't make sense. I already don't like that it seems like the Rockets are locked in on Jalen Green. Uh, yeah. I, I've said for months and months and months that Jalen Suggs should be the guy they're looking at. If they're not looking at Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley should be the guy that they're looking at. I, I feel like building your team around a, a prolific scorer who doesn't care about defense at all has been done in this town. And it didn't end all that well. Like, you had, a, you had an aloof defender who could go out and score a boy, bunch of points, and it got you here. So maybe try a different route. Like, try a guy who cares about defense a little bit. Just a little. And yeah. that Jalen Green is not that dude. He's like, no, defense, no. That's, there's four other guys to do that job. That ain't me. I'm here to get buckets, baby. I just think that I think it's a bad idea to make the building block of your franchise that. Yeah, I I don't know. I but that said, I think it's worse to trade out of that spot yeah. and go to six yeah. and not get that guy. Like, do, so I, I like I said, I would take Suggs or Mobley. I would take Suggs or Mobley over Cade Cunningham, and I know I'm in the minority on that. That's okay. Uh, I, I watched those. I, I haven't watched Jalen Green play a lot. I saw film of him after the college basketball season was over. Again, he's good. He's a, he's he's got some. He, he'll be a highlight real guy. He doesn't care about defense at all. It's not going to change. The other three guys I've seen a lot of. Uh, I, I I mean, well, that, that's why I can't really sit here and judge Green because I I mean we watched several games with all those other guys and we've seen them play we've seen them play at a high level uh and and not just in the tournament i know you watched a bunch of them all year i watched a lot of a lot of gonzaga games during the year i i like Suggs. to me he's 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 my favorite guy in the draft but i'm not paid to scout these cats and i definitely have not seen enough of green to be able to tell you what whether or not he's going to be any good or not based on some highlights I, i i know that everybody loves this guy and that there's people that think he's you know, a better pick than, than Cunningham. Yeah. But 
Well, and the weird thing is I haven't really considered if the Rock, like I, I, I guess I didn't think about guys outside the top four because I knew the Rockets were drafting two. And I didn't imagine them trading out. And I, it was, those four guys have for so long been the four guys. Right. I don't even know who they'd take at, at six. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if Scotty Barnes would be there. I don't know if Jonathan Kaminga would be there. Uh, I don't know if Fran, I, I like Franz Wagner a lot. Uh, I, I like Corey Kispert a lot, but I probably like him more at like nine or ten. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they do then because I, I, I guess I just hadn't given much consideration to it. Yeah, I, I really – and I don't think they're getting that great of a player back. I think they're getting a, a good player who you're going to have to pay, which is why Oklahoma City wants to trade him. Yeah. And, you know, that, that shouldn't be the direction you're going. Yeah. And, and we really don't know what, what the direction of this team is going to be yet because, you know, right now, I mean, we think they're in a full rebuild, but then you hear these rumors that they were after Damian Lillard. It's like, what? What? How, how, yeah. does, how does that work? you got to start from scratch here, man. And, and, yeah, I think having the number two pick is extremely valuable. Don't be, don't be messing it up. And I also heard the Warriors really like Suggs and were trying to make a move for him. If they like Suggs, that should be the guy. Warriors aren't. Warriors yeah, aren't. the Warriors ain't missing on a guard. No. Oh, the Warriors like this guard? Maybe we should draft him. Like, that, yeah, do what they do. Yeah. Well, that's what I would do. I would, just, I would just find out who it was the Warriors would take there and then just take that pick. 713-780-ESPN if you want to text the show. And if you want to come by and say hello, we will be here until 7. And uh, then tomorrow will be the finale. The last last one ever at Carbach. So uh, uh, this is your last chance to ever see A.J. Hoffman in person. Ever. 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 Because ever. he'll be dead. I will be dead. Sort of. I mean, not really dead. but Could just, be. Dead to you. Well, dead, dead to all of us. You'll never see me again, certainly. So... <laughs> um, somebody says Kispert in the top ten guy. You're putting too much into college team success. I've seen him anywhere no. from. I've seen him anywhere from ten to twenty. No, K- Kispert can ball, dude. Like that, that, what you'll see, he is going to be a better NBA player than he's drafted. And I, I, I fully understand the guys who can be, who who translate to the NBA well. Uh, I'm not a, a an NBA ex like draft expert, but. One thing I don't doubt is that I've I've watched as much of these guys play as anyone, and that includes the guys who like that's what they do for a living is watch these guys film. Right. Like I watch I watch full games of these guys all season long. Uh, it, like, tell me what you don't like about Corey Kispert. He's an excellent shooter. He's an excellent finisher. He's like six uh, ten. He's he's not slow. He's a solid defender. What I mean, I know what you don't like about him. Probably, he's a white guy. I get it, but the dude can ball. I'm telling you now, he can ball. People don't like white guys. I think sometimes people are hesitant to draft, especially white guys from Gonzaga. There's been a history of those guys <laughs> not totally panning out, and it's fair. Adam Morrison, who, and by the way, I said at the time. I don't think Adam Morrison can play in the NBA. And for some reason, everyone believed he could. And it turns out Adam Morrison could not play in the NBA. All right. But now he's Gonzaga's play-by-play guy. How do, or his, their color commentator. How do I know that? Because I watch too damn much college basketball. That's how I know. All right. Let's uh, take a very quick break. and we'll come back, we'll uh, talk a little... 
to Aaron Rodgers. And I've got a little poker story for you. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is a Veritex Community Bank Road Show, live from Over Under Sports Bar. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And uh, Aaron with a little breaking news. Go go ahead and tell him, Aaron. Uh, Per Adrian Wojnarowski, the Lakers are near a deal to acquire Washington's Russell Westbrook for Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and a 2021 first-round pick. <sighs> okay. <sighs> it's interesting, certainly. Yeah. The La- the Lakers are such a weird team. I mean, obviously, it's it, it that gives you a third guy for a big three. Right. But it also feels like one of those big three that if the big one is injured, it feels like you don't really have a shot anyway. Yeah. I mean, because they, they're going to burn through all their depth and stuff. like I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's something. Attitude-wise, doesn't it feel like a toxic big three, too? Like, when things uh, start to go bad, they're uh, going to start fighting a lot? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think I think I, the only person I've ever heard complain about playing with LeBron James is Kyrie Irving, who's an absolute lunatic. And Ky- the reason Kyrie Irving complained is... He thought he should be the star, and like LeBron should be his 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 like buddy cop, it's, it's, which is the most ridiculous thing ever. But I mean, Dwayne Wade loved playing with LeBron. Kevin like Kevin Love loved playing with him. I, I, I think Anthony Davis has never had a bad thing to say. And yeah, I don't know that anybody's had bad things to say about Anthony Davis as and a I, teammate. And so. I think Russell Westbrook at this point, with those two guys. I think he would understand where he is in the pecking order. I think Russell Westbrook kind of gets it at this point. That's what he is. And when he's on, cool. But Russell Westbrook isn't what he was here where it's like he feels like maybe he should get two less shots than James Harden did. I, I think that I think he'll know his, his gig. Uh, also breaking news, Sam Conn Jr. Do just do tweeted do out. Do 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 do. SEC announced that has voted unanimously to extend invitations to Texas and Oklahoma Effective July 1st, 2025. Okay. So, not that we expected anything different. I think it'll happen sooner. Yeah, oh, it will happen sooner. But, yeah, all the, uh, all the talk that, oh, maybe they won't vote to, put, to bring them in. And unanimous. Even Aggie. So, uh, apparently, the other news that they broke a little earlier is that uh, the Aaron Rodgers deal with the Packers is now official in terms of him redoing his contract. So, boy, all that drama for, hey, we're going to run it back one more year. Woo. Yeah. So, the, uh, uh, the, the poker story I wanted to share, somebody tweeted at us earlier today. I don't know if you saw it. It involved Phil Helmuth and your old buddy Nick Wright. 
Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, Nick Wright. Was a lot of people confuse me and Nick Wright. They think we look the same, sound the same. We get uh, it's uh, same takes all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> but uh, like yesterday when I tweeted about, or two days ago when I tweeted about Simone Biles, they were like, "That's a Nick Wright take," and all of all of uh, right wing Twitter was mad at me about. It. That's actually totally false. Right wing Twitter wasn't mad at me at all about that. Yeah, right-wing Twitter was on your side there. They were. So. Left-wing Twitter was – normally right-wing Twitter hates me more than left-wing Twitter. Yesterday, or that day, left-wing Twitter rude the day. They were like, oh, no, you're, you're going to die now. Uh, I also found it ironic that left-wing Twitter was like, hey, Simone has to do what's best for her. Her mental health should come before everything else. The expectations of society and the media and her teammates, but those same people... That is the most snowflake-sounding take I've ever heard. Those same people will also say, oh, you don't want to get vaccinated? Uh, You're you're scared to get vaccinated? You better do it anyway, or you're the worst person ever. And I say, well... And I've gotten vaccinated, so I don't say this, but imagine being that person and saying, well, my mental health doesn't make me feel comfortable getting vaccinated. And they're like, you got to do it for the team. you got to take one for the team. Well, what, what about my – shouldn't that come first? No. Get it now or you're the worst. The hypocrisy in this world is disgusting on every single political topic. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, I, I, Before left-wing Twitter freaks okay. out again, there's plenty of hypocrisy on the other side too. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, you'll, you'll piss them off with your next yeah. take. It, it, it all evens out. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a, some kind of heads up thing, and Helmuth had King Jack and raised, and, and your boy Nick Wright had ten six offsuit as a big blind and called, and makes two pair on the river, and Helmuth goes nuts. I mean, just yeah, I, I guess they, they didn't. I didn't show the hand before, but apparently he called he called and beat Helmuth with ace high. And then this was on the heels of it, and it was just an absolute, okay, we got to do something about this. Yeah, this keep, cord is a problem. Yeah, because you keep stepping on it. Well, I can't move without stepping. You, you picked that chair, dopey. Well, just all you have to do is I take it's these not off. not move? And, no, I, I take these off. We loop them around behind you. Okay. Here we, now, now we're into something. Yeah, see, uh, that was easy. Why didn't you think of that before, Nick? <laughs> Nick's short time in here. Uh, he, he knows his boss is quitting in two days, so he's like, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, yeah, if you get a chance, uh, it's on my timeline. I don't remember who tweeted it at us, but it, it's, it's hilarious. But what did it have to do with Nick Wright? Nick Wright was playing him. Nick oh, Wright, Nick Wright's Nick, the one who, who busted him? Yeah. Oh, boy. And I, I got to tell you, the way he played the 10-6, pretty much the way I would have played the 10-6. So I'm not – I mean, I, I have no love for Nick Wright. You know how I play 10-6? I don't, ever. <laughs> well, heads up. You know, it, uh, even, yeah, typically well, no. Because no. heads up, you're going to play pretty much almost anything. But, and it wasn't much of her. It was like a 500-chip raise. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm probably making that call. And then he hits the six on the flop. He's got top hair. Helmuth fires again. I'm probably sticking around for that. Yeah. He, uh, Helmuth hits the jack on the turn and makes a fairly sizable bet. And, of course, he sticks around. That, that's where I – that's the only thing. I, I probably toss it there. I quit trying to. Yeah. Um, 
Then he hits the ten on the on the river. Yeah. And I mean, helmet just goes nuts. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> I don't remember. That, that to me though, that's that's like. <laughs> I can't root for either one of those guys, right? No. I mean, in any way, shape, or form. So I don't even want to say nice things about the way Nick Wright played it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's, 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 not a, that's not what I'm looking to cheer for. Yeah. That's like Hitler playing Attila the Hun heads up. Yeah. Who are you cheering for here? I'll probably take Attila. <laughs> you know, but uh, anyway, if you get a chance to watch it, it's pretty funny. If you, if you like seeing Helmuth go off on one of his rants, which... Yeah, you know, it, it's just it was it was vintage helmet. I haven't seen one of those in a while. So, uh, brother Bear said, "Remember, Kyrie's a flat Earth guy. How much can you trust him?" Well, you know what? You know what I'd like to see happen with Kyrie. I want one of these billionaires to put him on one of their little ten-second space flights, <laughs> so that he could say, "Hey, I want to show you how flat the Earth, All Earth right. is here." You got me. <laughs> oh, they should they should make a flight. It's like just for flat Earth. Take up everybody who talks about flat Earth on Twitter and take them all up. And then once you get up there, like just flip the switch where it can't come back and let them float off into space, knowing that the Earth is round and they're never going to see it again. Or just uh, that's the move. Yeah, yeah. Or just have an accident once they get there. Oh, sorry. Something broke. It's too bad you uh, believed in science. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Um, the, you know, it's, it, this whole thing with Simone Biles drives me nuts that people are like, – look, I, I'm not going to criticize her if that's, if that's what she thought was best. Great. But let's, let's stop acting like, you know, oh, look at all this courage. What the hell? Where is that coming from? Courage? Well, the thing I didn't like, and again, I, I firmly believe this. If, if Simone didn't feel like it was right for her to compete, she shouldn't compete. I, I don't care. Like, I, I didn't have a bet on her to win. I, I re- it, doesn't, it doesn't affect my life. But she's the one who has to live with that forever. Yeah. And in sports, as we said the other day, when you, when you have these big moments in big games in sports, what you do in those moments, that's what you're attached to for the rest of your life. And we talked about Kirk Gibson, how that's his moment is rounding the bases, pumping his fist on one leg yeah. because he came up in a big moment. Uh, Bill Buckner, when I say Bill Buckner, what do you think of? Do you think of a multiple-time all-star for the Mets? no. You think of a guy who a baseball rolled between his legs in the World Series and they lost. That's attached to him forever. Yeah, that's, he, there's even a line in rounders about him. I felt like Buckner going back to Shea. I think that, it's fair or not, this is always going to be attached to Simone Biles. It always Tiger Woods won. I don't even know how many majors he's won. He's won a bunch of majors. The first thing you think of now when you think of Tiger Woods is his wife hitting him with a golf club. Like, that's... That's what we are as a society. Ben Roethlisberger is a multiple-time Super Bowl champion. We only think of him banging some ki- some chick in the restroom of a crappy bar. Like that's what that's what happens in sports. If you do something wrong or you blow it in a big moment, it, you're remembered for that. And 
I'm not saying that she blew it in this moment. I'm saying that in the big moment, she decided not to compete. And I think that will forever be attached to her. Just like if a quarterback asked out of the, the middle of a Super Bowl because he threw three interceptions and was like, I'm out, I can't do this. That would be what he was for the rest of his career and long beyond it. You mentioned Roberto Duran, one of the great boxers of all time. When you say his name, you think of him saying, no mas. I'm tired of getting punched in the face by Sugar Ray Leonard. I quit this fight. That's what, that's what we remember. So I, and, and to say that, like, that Simone should somehow be immune from that, I, I don't think is fair because she's, she's a big-time mega athlete. She's the greatest who's ever done her sport. And I'm not saying that she should have done it. I'm, it. Like I said, if it was the right thing for her, so be it. Good for her for having the, the balls to do it. But with the balls to do it, you also have to eat the crow that comes along with that because you know there will be crow served up. Yeah, I, I think in, in to, to the guy on Twitch, nobody's saying that she doesn't have the right to do that. You know? She does have the right and, to do it. Good and, for and her. And nobody is, is saying that I'm not mad that she did. But I also think it's ridiculous to say how courageous it was and to praise her for it. That's all. And I, I, I stand by that. And I, there was a story on AP early. Olympic sponsors praised Simone Biles after withdrawal. I'll just tell you as a business person, if I hired her as a to promote, and there's a lot of commercials she's on, so she's made a lot of money on those oh, commercials. you can say that uh, her, like her sponsors might be happy. You know who's not? The sponsors who bought advertising time on the Olympics. Because guess what? Ratings. Tonight, we know that an American is a spoiler alert an american will win the all-around uh gymnastics competition spoiler alert but we all know it's not simone biles i mean i wasn't gonna watch anyway right but people aren't gonna watch they i mean they know it's it, it, so sponsors are pissed the well, people who paid for these these ex- expensive commercials because they wanted to be on when the the biggest star for Team USA was was on. Well, sorry, that's like if if people paid for Michael Phelps five years ago, and Michael Phelps was like, "Ain't swimming, I'm out." Those people would be like, "What do you mean? We we paid for this spot when you were swimming?" Like, uh, and it's understandable. Yeah, and they were already mad because the ratings sucked for this whole thing. Yep, uh, comparatively speaking, and I think part of it is because it's in Japan, because everybody already knows everything. It, people used to get mad at us in the new, before the days of this this newfangled internet. Um, when we would put the results in the newspaper when when the Olympics were like in Korea, and people would see the results in the paper before they uh, actually got to watch it on TV, they got pissed. And then we had whole, all conversations about whether or not we should put that stuff in there, and yeah, you know, because they wanted to they wanted to think they were watching it live. Well, now with Twitter, you know everything. Yeah. And I, I think some people are like, oh, well, you know, I don't need to watch that then. But then if somebody does something really cool, you want to say, hey, I kind of want to want to check that out. I, I haven't watched anything at night. Like I, I've, I've been watching stuff during the day, the the fun stuff during the day that nobody else watches. That's what, people that's, are that's calling me Clay Travis. Like you, you guys are you're lying if you think if you're pretending like this shouldn't be attached to her forever. You're a liar. You're saying what Twitter wants you to say because you feel safe when you say those words. No one will say mean things to me if I say, 
oh, she's heroic. None of you think that's heroic. Like, who, whoever, like, and again, I'm not saying that she should be shamed. That's, I'm not shaming her for it. All I'm saying is that's what she, we will remember that this happened. When your legacies are written, you're, remem- you're remembered for what you do in these moments. And that is what she did. So you can say I'm being, I'm, I'm being some right-wing nut job by saying that. You're thinking the same thing. You're just afraid. Because no one, no one is like, ooh, my favorite Olympian, I sure hope they quit because they, they don't feel good that day. No one ever says that. They say, I hope, I'm tuning in to watch my favorite Olympian do this thing. I'm, my kid loves Simone Biles. I can't wait to, to show her, you know, compete against the best in the world. And then you have to say, well, honey, Simone... Uh, wasn't feeling it today. It wasn't her best day, and she decided that it, she wasn't going to compete. That happens. And again, I'm not faulting someone. It's her body. It's her life. The other thing that we do here is pretend like gymnastics is war. Everyone's like, if you if you uh, if you slip out of that mindset for a half a second, you're dead. I'm like, what what is she like a Navy SEAL? She's a gymnast. I get it. it's dangerous, but every sport is dangerous. If a quarterback holds onto the ball for a second too long. Guess what, Bubba? That's dangerous. Like, th- that's sports. It's not, it, they're not shooting bullets at her while she's doing her flips. Well, that, that, that I would watch. That would be a hell of an event. Yeah. Maybe I, they'll do that when they have the Olympics in Qatar or wherever uh, you, you want them to have it. TGS. <laughs> All right. I got to tell you guys about TGS insurance. Uh, if you want to save money on your homeowner's insurance, guess what? TGS can do just that for you. Uh, they save you a lot of money. I saved over $900 a year on my home insurance by switching to TGS. I still got A-rated insurance, so my coverage didn't go down. I just saved $900. I, I mean, now, if you're, if you're a rich and you don't need $900 extra, dollars, well, good for you, friend. If you're a normal person and you could use an extra $900, text the word money to 232323. They'll, uh, they'll ask for your address. You send that back. And in 15 seconds or less, you have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your inbox. If you like it, great. They'll get you started. They'll get you switched over, start you saving money right away. If you don't like it, if they can't save you money, okay. Just throw away the email. You've got no obligation. Uh, it, there's no harm, no foul, as the kids would say. Text money to 232323. See what you could be saving today with TGS Insurance. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Over Under Sports Bar. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Oh, my God. I'm not even reading half these texts. Assets 2020. I'm tired of hearing the same points being made over and over. It's a lot of other things going on in sports. Are you the program director, Assets 2020? I, d- I don't know. Like, it, Well, are you well, anymore? No, I'm not either. <laughs> but, like, telling people what to talk about. Don't, don't be that person. If you don't like what we're talking about, go listen to something else. It, you won't hurt my feelings. But oh, I'm tired of hearing about you're one person. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry you disagree with me. I'm sorry most of the people disagree with me. I, I, sorry, not sorry. That, that's, I mean, we're not going to change what we're talking about because it, it offends your sensibilities. Grow up. Be a big boy. Change the channel if you want. Tell us what to stop talking about. God. I, I need to get out of here. I got I to gotta get out of this job. I've got to. You, yeah, you got to make it one more day. I got to get out of here. Yeah, just have another beer. <sighs> but yeah, that you were you are the snowflakiest of the snowflakes. Me? Not you. Oh, okay. No, the 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 people who are trying to say how courageous she is. It just drives me nuts. 713-780 ESPN and uh Yeah, Bruce from Cleveland. You that you are the snowflakiest of all the snowflakes today. Oh, boy. Um, I love you guys, except when you bitch constantly. <laughs> That's when I love you less. You're, you're going to miss that. No, I won't you're, you're miss, gonna that. miss that. You're going to miss being called a liberal. You're going to miss, miss being called Clay Travis. Yeah. Um, it's got to be one or the other. Yeah. yeah. There is no in-between. Yep. There's no, hey, I happen to have an opinion that's, this, that's not political at all. And, you know, because you are, a, are locked into your dumbass politics, that... Did you brand somebody that way? Dipper, I haven't called anyone a snowflake, but that's been Fred. I, I haven't. I'm but congratulations. You're the coolest troll on Twitch today. You win a prize, pussy. <laughs> okay. God. <laughs> yeah, now I don't want to change the topic. What an odd thing to be. Like, uh, and that's the other thing about Twitch. Like, somebody, well, I, I'll say it. Somebody wants to be like, ooh, you see that? I mean, the guy's mad. Like, you get a badge for that, you dope. <laughs> oh man what a life that must be go on twitch i'm gonna see if i can make the host mad at me oh look at me he got really mad at what i said guys look at me oh. i'm important what a miserable life now i don't have to go get on the treadmill and i can stay 450 pounds with a mole <laughs> on my face and sit in my underwear and, and and have mommy feed me yeah that's you you're getting unhinged from some dude on twitch <laughs> you're right dipper my life is significantly worse now than it was before you trolled me so hard on Twitch. I'm miserable now. I, I give up on life. Congratulations. Aaron, make sure you get his phone number so we can give him a prize for biggest dope on Twitch today. Oh, boy. And, and the fact that you're mad about being called a snowflake, you really are one. You really are. I just hate that word, snowflake. I do too, but I think it's appropriate here. <laughs> I, and I'm going to start using it now. So there. Um, 713-780-ESPN. Uh, Jay off 288 with a nice uh, tweet about, uh, about you leaving. So there are, some, there are some happy people out there. There are people <laughs> who enjoy life. Well, there's a lot of people happy. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's what he said. All things AJ's wanted to do over the past nine years came out this week. I... I I will say AJ's been a lot more relaxed here over the last few weeks, and for me the shows have been a lot more fun uh, because, you know, he's, he's been... Well, also radio, like I said yesterday, radio listener has gotten really weird like in the last couple weeks before I leave. Like people who I've talked to on Twitter for a long time are suddenly like, you suck, I'm glad you're leaving, you're the worst ever. And I'm like, we've had like years of normal interactions on here and now all of a sudden you're like you're turning on me like i'm some evil clown it's, it's very odd so i i just have to uh 
I, I, I have to stop babying people. And just, when people say stupid things, I just tell them, that's a really stupid thing you said, sir. Or ma'am. Or ma'am. Yeah, some ma'ams have said some stupid things, I guess. See, all, all I'm getting is, uh, man, this show's going to suck when AJ's gone. You're terrible. Hope you leave, too. That's, that, that's what people are telling me. It's like, well, I might. And then I might not, because guess what? You might think I suck, and I, I play that up quite a bit, but I'm all right at this job. And Eat I'm, I'm my balls. Fine. Do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> How do I transition into this now? That, that, Just that, do it. That doesn't Just go. work. Just go right now. It go. doesn't work. Three, two, well, okay. one, go. You know what? You, you may be a bad person. and I'm seeing, I may be? No, not you. I mean, I'm. I am a bad. No, person. a lot of the people we're talking to, they they're, they're they may be bad people, and, but you know what they can do? They can do something to make it right. They can do something good. They can take a vehicle they're not using anymore, and they can donate it to CarsForKids.org. And the cool thing about that is, you're going to benefit from it because you'll get a tax write-off. But more importantly, other people are going to benefit. The Houston Can Academy specifically, and that helps kids here locally get a second chance at a diploma. So if you want to be a better person, uh, it doesn't matter what kind of vehicle it is. It would be a car, truck, uh, doesn't have to be running, uh, motorcycle, any of those. Uh, they'll take them. They'll come pick it up for free. And here's the other cool thing. You don't have a title? That's all right. They'll do the title work for you, including search and transfer. And I know a lot of you guys don't because maybe if it's been sitting there for a few years, you probably don't even know where the title is. Well, they take care of all of that. And uh, if you go to carsforkids.org. Or give them a call, 713-225-4226. Be a better person. Help change some lives. Do a good thing. And you'll get a $50 Visa gift card as a thank you if you mention ESPN Houston. So why not write off the car, not the kid? ESPN 97.5. Real fun sports.